and welcome back to another episode of Sorry About Your Feelings. The whole gang is back together again. Uh, just to update everyone, we still don't have a fucking president. And depending on where you live, you are about to go back on, what is this, I think our, our 14th anniversary or 14 consecutive week of lockdown. But now it's getting worse. I think it's more than fourteen, bro. I don't even know. Also, uh, I'm or it's sure it's the fourteenth. Technically, have a president. Y'all just don't want. No, to say it. The, the votes no, haven't no. been certified. I mean, technically, you're right. Technically, there is a president right yeah, now. Yeah, the president right the now is Donald Trump. Hasn't uh, there been There is decided. a president elect. A president elect, which is not, but he has technically not elect because the 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 certification still, the certification yes, hasn't happened yet. I'm so mostly giving the media shit. has declared him. But uh, anyways, so. If, I'm not sure if either of you guys paid attention to this, but today I got an alert on my phone from uh, the Wall Street Journal that Gavin Newsom has basically canceled California. Um, he basically said, you cannot travel, you cannot leave the state, and the state is now on a one-month lockdown. We'll be next. Oh, I don't doubt that. Uh, so, which brings us into the subject that we wanted to discuss, because as this is happening to us again, we got a little chance of normalcy over the summer months, uh, but mental health. Um, I know the first time around with the lockdown, it was a shit show in my brain. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know what was, what was going to happen. Uh, I had a lot of shit coming down the pipe because I was graduating school. Yeah, I didn't have, have a job. Stuff, yeah. Didn't have a job. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. So I like, unlike some people who were working and lost their jobs. Yes, it sucks. I didn't get any benefits beyond that because I, I couldn't apply for unemployment because I hadn't worked because I was a student. So I my brain went went south real quick. So I fully understand that uh, this is going to be a challenging time for a lot of people, um, especially those who are in careers that don't allow them to work from home. Uh, just It's going to be a tough time for a lot of people. I, I looked up some stats today. Uh, since June... 40% of Americans have had have, have said that they've been battling with depression or substance abuse. Now, to put that into perspective, that's every single person who voted in this last election. That's every single person is justifiably suffering from mental health issues or substance abuse. Correct. Well, and the, I mean, it, it goes in so many different areas, too, because you've got people who are just like going stir crazy or not dealing with the stress well. And then you've got the people who are very very scared of coronavirus yes and the app you know like i i know people that i've talked to that are were literally like have panic attacks because they saw somebody in like walking down the street without a mask on and i'm like yeah okay like calm down a little bit dude <laughs> yeah i think we can we can understand that you know there are certain areas that masks are good mm -hmm. and then there are certain areas that if you're upset people aren't wearing masks you probably need to reevaluate some things. And then those people who drive around alone in their cars with their masks on, who are you scared of? I'm asking <laughs> because you're not going to give yourself myself from myself. All right. You know what, like... though? I will. Ad I will openly admit this because I was working so much, which by the way, got laid off this week again, guys. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Um, but because I was working so much with a mask on, there were multiple times where I'd get someplace or like leave work and like walk home and get home and just like sit down and start dicking around on my phone. And then like and 20 minutes later be on. like, I don't need this on anymore. Why is this on my face? But yeah, I'm so I haven't, used to wearing it. I haven't gone that far or that long. Like I'll like walk out of a building and into my car and then I'll be like, what the fuck? Get off my face. Like See, I just know. I'm the opposite, like, yeah. You just I, don't, I don't put like one on? Them. Pretty much, yeah. I just don't like them in general, but I don't know. I also don't, I don't, I'm not going to get into it, but there's, I think there is some good from it, but a lot of uh, information out there goes both ways, so. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and one, I mean, one of the yeah. great things about it is now that I own this many face masks. Oh. Yeah, that's... How often yeah. do you wash those? Um, the ones that I wear or those? <laughs> uh, let's let's go with the ones that you wear. And it, I want to hear an honest answer. Uh, honest answer, because I was working in a restaurant and a bar, I would not wear the same mask that I wore the day before. 
but I wash them the same amount that I wash my laundry. Yeah, you just okay. you just leave it out and wait for the germs to fester, and then wait a couple of days, throw it back out, and you're all good. Right? Oh, they die. I probably One have like five or wonder, six that I wear a lot. Someone was saying that, that they basically them. they hang theirs off their uh, car like window mirror thing. Yeah, but they hang it there so that way the UV UV light actually disinfects yeah. it. But and in Chicago, like, in Chicago, you get a ticket for doing that. <laughs> I mean, probably not. No, no. They, well, I mean, you can. It, they they inf- they started enforcing it as a ticketable offense if you were driving around because it interferes with your view. Because Chicago's well, yeah, when broke. You're driving, but it's I mean, the, technically the anything sh- that's un- hanging anything from you yeah. when you're yeah. driving can be a ticket. Yeah, whether it's an air freshener, a CD. Remember when people used to hang CDs? I do. Yes. The mayor of Chicago today said (laughs) that she wants to start ticketing people for driving six miles an hour over the speed limit. I was worried for a second, but then I realized I go way more than six miles an hour over the speed limit. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm, you just I'm gotta jump. I, you I gotta jump from that five to like. That, seven that's a point. really small yeah. window where you gotta be careful. From that, five to seven. That also gotta really be. just makes me think that they must really be hurting for money. That they're gonna start ticketing for speeding because that's the one thing I've never once gotten pulled over or in trouble or. A they are for in the absolutely city. It's hurting for money. Almost like sixty percent of businesses in Chicago have gone under. Huh. So I wonder where that yeah. tax revenue went. Oh well, now it's it's so obviously we talked about me buying a house. The area that I in houses stay on the market for 10 days if if they even hit the market on average they're staying on for 10 days because there's such an exodus from the city because why would you buy a place that's 2,000 square feet and or or not even a thousand square feet and pay eight thousand a year taxes on it when you can go have a three or four thousand square foot home and pay the same amount of taxes on it and be in better schools like yeah plus i don't know there's there's that whole you know uh urban like comfort some people really enjoy the city and they like having things around them you know a bunch of diversity and a bunch of people and stuff and then there's also the suburbs where you get a little mix and then the more rural you go you're further out from conveniences but you're also further out and more you know so i mean back to the mental health aspect of it is like being out in nature has is statistically lowers people's um, depression and anxiety is being out in nature. So going out for a walk. So when you're in, in an urban jungle and you're not around plants, you're not around trees, you're not actually getting that as well. When you have to walk three blocks to go to a park that's only four square blocks or whatever, it's really kind of defeating the purpose of being outside. Well, and, and not and- only that, but I will tell you that during the first lockdown in like April, when oh they, they said really- you couldn't do it. Well, no, but even when they said you could... Like, people were so freaked out walking down the street that you had people walking, like, and there were, so, like, I live in a in a neighborhood in Chicago. There's so many people, you like, sometimes you couldn't really stay, like, you'd have to walk near somebody. So you had people walking in the street, and you had 23 people on a sidewalk. There were days where I actually was like, fuck this, I'll wait till after dark. Yeah, I mean, that's, that goes, goes with it is like, if you wanted to go out and get your exercise and stuff like it, but in, and that was in the beginning. So everybody was like, how fucking contagious is this shit? Yeah. So people were scared. Like I, the umbrella corporation put this out. Is everyone about to start turning? If I went, if I went on a walk, like I didn't think I was, you know, very susceptible to it or anything like that. I would, out of respect, if I saw somebody older, I would walk like six feet away from them. So that way they didn't feel like they were whatever I socially distance regardless of how I feel about everything that's going on. I was still respectful yeah. to other people. I and I, I totally agree with that too. Like uh, I will say there have been times where I'm like, especially if someone, if I'm already like walking in a certain direction or whatever, or if I'm stationary and someone walks up to me and then they give me a look because I don't have my mask on or whatever. I'm like, you could have walked around. You know what I mean? Like that's the one thing yeah. I will say, like, like, I don't know. I mean, it was as easy as you walking on, you know, the, uh, the next to the sidewalk and you would have been six feet away. I'm checking my phone next to a tree or something. And like, I, I'm like, wait, like, you know, but you'll get an evil, like a scowl or something. And that's the thing too. There's, there's this weird, like, I don't know. There's there's this, there's a stigma about it. Like, that's I mean, I, okay. So I guess, I guess it's, we can touch on mental health on this one, but also mm-hmm. the fact of just living in today's day and age is, is very different. Mm-hmm. Right. So the stigma, like going into a store and having a scratchy throat, it doesn't mean you have Corona. It could mean you're allergic to pollen, which is heavy or mold or whatever. And you're coughing. 
it doesn't mean that you have corona, but everyone's going to look at you like, who, corona. Like, I swear to God, I've I've probably I'm, done it. We're, I'm a smoker. I'm a smoker. Yeah, he, he, I literally, he, he, I don't know how many times I've been like, I smoke cigarettes. Pole. Did you say pole? Yeah, pole. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody walks by and they cough and that I know, or like they come over to my house and they cough. I'm like, oh, the Rona. Like, it's everybody's at this point, if you haven't made a joke about it, like, have a sense of humor. I have, I have, I know plenty of people who have had Corona. I know that plenty of people who have survived it. I also know friends that have had family members that died from it and a lot of underlying conditions. I do not know anybody who has had somebody die 100% due to COVID. Yeah. uh, My sister's good friend is like one of her best friends is a nurse practitioner or something. She works in a hospital and they had a someone in their 20s, uh, mid 20s, came in, appeared to be in great health. Had had COVID, ended up passing away, and just had like severe onset, right? Like very yeah. quickly. Well, lo and behold, apparently it was like for two weeks they had been feeling a bunch of ways and whatever. And then they also found out that he had a blood condition and all this other shit that like wasn't disclosed. Yeah. And so, you know, it was, it was a lot of comorbidities. But if you saw the guy, you'd be like, oh, he's got no issues, you know? And like mm-hmm. it's, it's sad. Don't get me wrong. Like any death is sad. Like you don't want to see that happening. And I hope – the, the good news is that vaccine, and I hope that in in tune with the uh, stress, anxiety, you know, all that things that does go along with mental health, the the vaccine that's supposed to be coming out from Pfizer is apparently 90, 95% effective. Yep. Um, so hopefully that will drop the, you know, crazy you know, case count. You know who's going to make a shitload of money off of that? Pfizer? Bill Gates, because he owns a shitload of Pfizer stock. Go figure. Well, he's been wanting to do the vaccine from the get-go, so. Yeah, he's been wanting to do it since, like, you know, like 2009. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you could, we could go into, we could go into some crazy conspiracy but theories on that, I but we're going to try and stay away from those. Yeah, I will say the, uh, as far as, like, the mental health, where, when the initial lockdown happened and all that shit was going on, I was in Chicago as well. I was also in probably the worst mental health state of my life. Like, I was... We just lost mm-hmm. a really, really, like, we all lost a really close friend. And, uh, you know, it was like that alongside my dog was sick, alongside financial stressors, you know, my mm-hmm. jobs closed. I had no money. I wasn't sure how I was going to pay rent if I was going to, you know, like, I was, I was up. I had a lot of stressors. And yeah. just overall, I had a situation going on with a, a really close friend of mine that, you know, was a shit show. And it kind of just, Everything hit me at once alongside with the being stuck inside. I had a park across the street and the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, said we couldn't go out. We couldn't do anything. Couldn't go in public. All the parks were closed. And they had like yellow tape on it. And it got to a point where I was like, fuck it. I'm going over there. Like I, yeah. I just went into it because I'm like, I don't care. I'll take a ticket. I need to be like out. You know, I need to be. And I was the next closest person to me was probably 1200 feet away. So I was definitely social distancing. Yeah. But it was just one of those things where, like, kind of like uh, Doc just said, as far as exercise, exercise has been proven to help, you know, with uh, depression, get you, yeah, yeah, dopamine. And the CDC is and like a lot of the states are telling them do not close down gyms because the effects of not being able to work out, not getting exercise in is almost as bad. Like the suicide rates have gone up. Suicide uh, and depression, man. And depression. Like suicide, like some somewhere I heard 200% increase in suicide. I don't believe that. But I do believe that there has to be an know. increase. I've heard a lot. Yes. Because, I mean, on top of, okay, you've got now got families that are losing money. If you If you were a real estate investor and you owned a bunch of apartments, odds are you have a bunch of vacancies or you have a bunch of people who can't pay rent, but your mortgages haven't been stopped. Like, do you want us to stop the entire economy? Like that's, that's it. And then the, the recourse to this is a lot of people like stimulus check, give me this money, but real realizing next year, when you get your tax return, you're not getting shit back. You're, you're going to have whatever you were supposed to get, you get $1,200 less. And even if they don't take all of it, say you're supposed to get 800, that you may owe at the end of the year, or they'll just push it off to the next year. And then you get $400 less the next year. There's a lot of, there's a lot of unintended consequences with these stimulus plans that nobody's really taken in consideration because they want it now. But, and I understand it's very 
it's taxing. Like you don't have money. You don't have the ability to go. Like you have to choose between paying your rent and paying your more or paying your mortgage, buying food, getting your prescriptions, getting all these things. It is a shit show. And it shows how vulnerable the United States and how, how real fucked up we are and how many first world problems that we really do have as a society. It's like, Oh, cell phone sales are down. Cool. Yet I still see a bunch of people who are posting like they're out of work and they're posting, I got the brand new, what is it, uh, iPhone 12 Max? Like, they got yeah. the brand new iPhone 12 Max. Oh, yeah, you man. Know? Just got it. <laughs> Unemployed. Some of the, some of that Just I got think... it. Now I don't have a job. Maybe shouldn't have ordered it. <laughs> I yeah. think some of that also comes from the fact that uh, it's just like, well, maybe this material thing will make me happy. You know what I mean? Like, it, no, For this sure. thing I mean, is very it's, true. It's still like that mental, like, I need yeah. something to make my day not as shitty. Yeah. Well, and everybody's just on their phones right now. I, I'd like to see the sales off this new PS5 in a fucking week. You can't even find them, man. Like, they're 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 already on... Super back like, order? No, like, they're on eBay for, like, 12 grand. That's insane. So, like, if you were able to get one, you could throw it up there and, like, there, there's your stimulus package, man. <laughs> like, you're going to you're gonna get some money off of it. I mean, I mean, okay, so I I've dealt I should have ordered that PS5. I guess, I guess going into this year, um, I'm, an, I'm naturally an extrovert. Uh, you put me in any situation that needs somebody needs to be an extrovert, I'm an extrovert. But I prefer to be alone. I, I enjoy my alone time. And even for somebody like me that enjoys being an introvert, it was tough. Like I, there was, there was two, two to three weeks straight where I think, I think the only time I left my apartment to like, just go outside was to take the trash out Yep. or to go get more liquor <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, groceries. I had that delivered. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had the problem. I'd go out and be like, man, I'm, I should be good for like two weeks. Three days later, I'm like out. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the first lockdown was was tough in a different way for me for sure because like biz was saying like we lost that really close friend and when we lost hoot like out of everybody in this group that man was my best friend in the whole fucking world and so that wrecked my life in a way i can't even you know begin to explain i i don't i finally don't cry every day anymore it's been a long time since i did that i think probably like july that's good was the last time that I cried every day about about losing him. I still do here and there. You know, something will come up or yeah. like they just fucking announced Letterkenny's about to drop the next season. And I like shed a happy little tear and was like, man, you're going to miss the next season, man. Yeah. But like that was so hard. And I live by myself. And as you guys all know, I'm the ice queen so i'm kind of an asshole and most people don't want (laughs) to be around me long term in any type of a relationship so you know that's super exciting um and then uh and i'm i'm already kind of an alcoholic because i'm a bartender so add all of those things up shake them up strain it over ice (laughs) it oh my god i drank i was drinking cases of seltzers cases a day well like at least ice queen Ice queen. If shit really hits the fan for you and you need to exodus your extremely cheap, cheap apartment that we've talked about in the past. It's not cheap uh, enough when you I don't have, have a paycheck. I have an opening for a uh, e-learning teacher <laughs> that I'm going to need oh, out in the suburbs. Excellent. Uh, so, what's the pay? <laughs> uh, free rent. Yeah, but I still have this place. That's not free rent. <laughs> no, I'm saying you wouldn't have to ha- if shit really hit the fan oh, and you had yeah, to leave there. I probably there. don't want to move in with you and your kid to teach him <laughs> yeah. school, but yeah, yeah. we'll keep it on that back burner. I mean, I mean, if if it's a hey, I need a moving truck here because I'm about to get evicted. Oh, uh, I probably won't. But I see what you're saying. I appreciate that yeah, offer. I'll keep that yeah. on the back burner. I don't know that your kid could learn from me. I'm not <laughs> you, real you, good you at need math. To, you wouldn't need to learn from do anything. You just make sure he's not watching fucking YouTube. <laughs> oh, I just, I mean, I can probably. Uh, I'm not do gonna lie. That. I watch youtube with him i'd be like oh, I was yeah, like, watch him bud do i have to i was like do no I you have don't have to, to teach him math? anything you just have to make sure that he gets his assignments done and all that shit oh okay like this that's, that's the other that's the other transition to this is like working adults have to be teachers like okay so a lot of a lot of adults took the school system for granted oh yeah right we we but but at the same time i think the school system took their involvement like to be for granted like you can't just 
give us give a five-year-old or not a five-year-old a nine my son for example you can't give a nine-year-old a list of something to do and then out of the day out of the day he's got four hours that he's in zoom yeah you're putting that he's gonna do it all yeah expect and then then you give him assignments that he's supposed to do on his own that would normally be done in class and be monitored and now oh he doesn't get it done well what do you expect when you've got people that are like there's only so many college kids that are going to school that can watch these kids. Like, well, it's... I mean, my older sister had to leave her job. Yeah, yeah. Because their their school, she's out in the burbs, and they weren't they weren't doing because they weren't doing any before or after care either. Yeah. yeah. There was no way for her to work even part time at her job. And that's like I know Cuomo just shut down New York's school systems. Like, uh, I want to yeah. say just in New York City, whatever. He has an orange zone and a red zone. But anyways, he shut down all the schools. And I don't know if that's statewide. I haven't looked into it. But I have heard, at least in New York City. But you imagine the amount of people in New York City and the amount of children in New York City. And now all the people that were working, whether it was remotely or whatever, just how much of a giant... Shit show? Yeah. yeah. Like, I saw a a couple great memes. And the one was was like, uh, you know, in 10 years, like when these kids that were raised by like day drinking parent teachers <laughs> and i'm like oh hell yeah like this country is gonna be great and then the other one i saw was like uh it was bobby boucher and it was like next year when class resumes and it's like but mama said and i was like that's great but mama but mama but mama said first of all is the devil yeah i mean my older sister has two and she like i said left her job and i called her the other day and she's like i'm gonna murder them both like, I can't, I can't even, and it's that's with her, such, like, literally sitting with them all day still. Uh-huh. It's and such, then, it's such a shit show. I mean, to, especially imagine like, if sing- you had more kids. We have a, we have a girlfriend who has six kids, six children. Yes, yeah, but, but there is, there is the fact that there are dual income families. Are dual income families able to get through this a little bit easier? Yes, they can rearrange some things and make it work, and they probably have some extra income. But then there are some families that uh, are single parents. How many single moms and single dads like myself out there? There are plenty. Like me, I have my family that's able to help me out. But how many of them are on their own? They don't have anything. So now they don't have an income. Or they just have a kid. And they don't have anybody to watch their kids. Or they have a kid sitting at home by themselves because they have to go. Exactly. And then, okay, then in, in... in addition to the the mental stabi- like the mental issues that are going on right now, now you've got what else is there? Um, child abuse is probably skyrocketing. It has. You've got spousal abuse is probably skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. You have all these unintended consequences of putting people in the room. Divorce rates, holy shit! When the courts open back up, I might be able to find a girlfriend. Like <laughs> seriously, I mean, like, maybe not, but yeah, yeah, no, I might be able to find a relationship because somebody, like, I mean, let's be honest, you could find the perfect one, and it wouldn't be perfect for you. So you're like, nah, <laughs> nah. Well, and also, like, we used to think, like, I mean, definitely, we went through the emo kid phase when we were all young, and everybody, you know, the world was out to get us. And now you've got these kids. I've got a nephew who's thirteen, and he is literally so depressed. My sister's like, I don't even know what to do with him. Because he doesn't have, he's in the house all day and uh, he doesn't have a lot of friends because they just recently moved that live Mm -hmm. by where they live now. But even the friends that he did have, I was like, well, what about some of his, you know, friends from school last year before you guys moved? And she's like, there's some, you know, one of those kids, his parents are the crazy parents who are like, no, you know, they can't go outside. And I was like, well, maybe set up Zoom calls for him. Like, I was just like, but like, what are they supposed to do either? The kid like is literally like just yep. going stir crazy with his annoying little sister every day, all day. So my son has up until potentially this weekend, he's been allowed to go play hockey. Yeah. But our governor, um, the he's tax bastard, he, as of this week, he shut down um, theaters, all in person or indoor sports. Indoor sports have been shut down. So my son so tonight came to me. Winter outdoor, I just outdoor can't believe hockey. we voted in Jabba the Hutt, man. That's impressive. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you see him? He actually went in front of the media and he had a full size Illinois flag as a mask, and you couldn't even tell. Stop! Please stop. <laughs> it was. I saw that meme also, and it wasn't that funny in the meme. It's less um, funny when you the say one, it. 
Yeah. But, <laughs> but so my son comes up to me and he's like, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. What am I, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed? And I was like, I, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I'm cool with you going to play other kids. Cause like a bunch of people out there said like, believe the science. Well, it depends on what science you're looking at. Because if you look at science from around the world, it says that kids do not transmit and they do not have symptoms and they're not an asymptomatic. They, their immune systems beat the shit out of this thing into a, it's like they run it into fucking circles and the, the, the virus is like, no, I'm good, man. And then it just fucking dies. Whereas you nah, put it in old it. people, <laughs> you put it in old people and this shit, like the old people are like, fuck, I can't keep up with this thing anymore. And then they fucking get bad symptoms. But like, okay, my kid can't do anything. And then again, like you were saying, like, uh, ice queen, you said, Oh, do you have the crazy parents are like, Oh, what are you, what are you going to do that? Like six years ago or not even six years ago, you had families that were like, you can't let your kids go outside and play by themselves. You can't do that. That's, that's wrong. What if I they got kidnapped? Our moms used to lock us outside. Yeah. Literally yeah. lock the door and be like, you cannot latch, come in until dark. The latchkey right. kid yeah, does not in, exist anymore. When the lights, you, you can come back when the lights come on. You got 15, okay. once the light comes on, I mean, you we got were in 15 our backyard, minutes to get home. Like, yeah. You got 15 minutes to get home as soon as those lights come on. Well, and not like, only that, but also how about when we were little kids and like a kid got chicken pox. And every, like, my mom has all of us in the car. Guess whose house you're going to tonight? Y'all are getting chicken pox. All right, everyone take your shirts off and snuggle up. Yeah, everybody rub each other a lot. (laughs) Scratch that scab off and rub it on him. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's how you get scars. (laughs) Yeah. Only one person gets the scars. <laughs> Sucks to be the first kid with chicken pox. Wow, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Did you actually do that to some? No, kid? it's a joke. Oh, I was like, what? watch. They rubbed them on someday, me. someday, some, someday, some kid is gonna show up and like with a gun a and be him. pointing it at Doc and just be like. You're that motherfucker who this picked all my scabs and pox. rubbed them on people. This is for the chicken box, you fucker. <laughs> well, but like it's it's very true. Like this this thought process is totally different and like I don't think people often think about how much some of this stuff can stress you out. I am as a whole am somebody who I've had my bouts with different things at different points. Like I said, the first lockdown was really tough for me mentally. But it was tough for me mentally because I was grieving in such a crazy way. And typically when you lose somebody who means that much to you, you like throw yourself into work and like activities to try and keep your mind off of it all the time. Right. All that shit and was instead, gone. I was sitting in my house. Alone in your head. Alone in my head all day thinking yep. about my best friend that had died. You and know, it was, so that was it different. Was, it was two weeks after we buried him. So like that's oh, like, okay, that's when it really became freshest, real. Yeah. Like you realize all the things and you, yeah. So like that was a different type of thing. And I've definitely de- dealt with stuff like that in the past. I've dealt with, you know, you, you have a breakup and you get really sad or you, you know, you, you lose somebody and you get really sad. But overall, I've never been somebody, I don't get anxiety attacks. I don't really get stressed out about much in life. I don't, you know, it's just not who I am as a person. I'm pretty like roll with the punches. And this last week, I'm not still exactly sure what all of it was, but I had a mental breakdown, like full on, on Monday, I was off work on Monday and I couldn't get out of bed. I just had no desire. I didn't even get up and pee until 7 p.m. I went to bed at like You're a fucking camel, apparently. Yeah, I don't even know. I went to bed at like 8 p.m. the night before, and I didn't get up and pee for almost 24 hours. And like, I couldn't, I just sat in my bed and cried. Where did you put it? I don't know. <laughs> like, like, I also wow. think maybe I must have been dehydrated. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe. But like, I literally just laid in my bed and cried all day. And I kept trying to be like, what? is going on like what am i upset about nothing and i literally i called a friend at one point and i was like nothing is wrong with me i have a job i have food i have an apartment you know i like what is wrong with me i have my friends and the people that i'm close with nothing you know i you know i've been starting to see this dude like i was like things are going good like for the most part they're like what is wrong with me Mm -hmm. what i think you might need a therapist well, probably. I mean, I've seen, and I just, will always highly recommend a therapist, 
But like, I called a buddy later that night and he was just like, you know that everybody has days like this. And I was like, I don't, I don't have days like this. I have never once ever had a day where I couldn't function and it wasn't because of something like that I could equate it to. See, I'm, I'm the same way because like when all my shit was going on and I, I will agree with you, like back when the first lockdown happened, I wasn't in the best spot. Right. And I, I luckily like. I got the opportunity from finally getting approved for, you know, unemployment and health, like medic, Medicaid. Yeah. The whatever. health insurance stuff. Yeah. yeah. All Medicaid. that stuff. Yeah. Medicaid. I think. And I was able to talk to a therapist and like, she helped me through some stuff, which was a lot of me just talking to and her listening. And that's all it was, but it was someone that wasn't in my circle. So I know like, well, not, not only do they not know, but they, honestly are just listening they don't have yeah, know the people involved exactly. there's, there's zero judgment zero, zero yeah, judgment zero motivation for them to like you know well don't forget about or, so-and-so's yeah. personality so like that was good so i ended up talking to her and like that helped you know write my ship a bit and a lot of that was just realizing things but i'm the same way as you where i'm like i'm very good emotionally like i i'm very uh sensitive to other people like i can just sense mm-hmm. you know how people are and stuff and empathic that's called yeah, empathy and empath and being very what's that empathic thing? what's but, that mean what is that <laughs> yeah. empathy yeah <laughs> fuck yeah, you sounds about right uh, but <laughs> i'm very very empathic and like uh just in general logical though you know what i mean and so yeah when all my shit was going on i had days like that too where i was just like i probably spent a solid week straight on my couch i mean like i'd get up to go pee and like maybe grab like a glass of water or something, but I didn't mm-hmm. eat for like a week. And I was just, cause I was so like fucked up and it, I was sitting there. I'm like, what is wrong with you? You know what I mean? And I was like, I knew I had shit going on, but it was like, I couldn't get all my like ducks in a row mentally. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's fucked up, but that, that is true. Like, and that's the thing I started hitting the gym and like that has really helped with just both physical and mental health. But what I understand now more like I, I always, I always respected people had, you know, uh, you know, differences, like someone could be struggling in different places. Mm-hmm. And so I would always like be respectful and mindful of, Hey, someone could be going through some shit, you know? And like, yeah, you don't I'd know always, what the other yeah. person's situation is. But now more so, especially after going through that shit, I am a big advocate for mental health awareness and like being, Hey, you know, like just as much as like your physical health is there, your mental health fucking matters. You know what I mean? Like it does. Yeah. And I think so many people don't realize that. And it's okay to ask for help. Like I also am a person who, when I'm going through shit, I don't reach out to people. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't talk to people about it because, and it's not like it's a sign of, to me, it's not like I think like, Oh, this is a sign of weakness to ask for help because I'll go see a therapist. I'll go do that stuff. But I have to like get to a place where I, like, have already kind of gone through some of it, I think, before I can talk to other people about it. And especially depending on what it is that's going on. Like, you know, say, you know, you lose your job. Cool, whatever. I'll call everybody and tell them I lost my fucking job. Like, whatever. But, like, say you fuck something up in your relationship or a friendship, something goes really sideways, but it's partially on you. I'm not going to call everybody and tell them that shit because now I have to talk about what a shitbag I am. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to do that. What you were saying with you guys having your bad days, like I I can guarantee you had I not had my bad days in 2017, I wouldn't have made it through this. I I guarantee you I would not have made it through it. My my days in 2017, I remember it was uh, it was like February. I remember going to the girl's house that I was seeing that night and I went there and then I got home and I knew it was over. Like I just, I just knew it was over. I went home and I drank a bottle of whiskey and I knew it was over. And then I realized that I'd been like, I had let the, this relationship that was ending become the forefront of everything in my life. And I had a friend that had reached out to me a few weeks earlier. Uh, and he was going through some tough shit. Like he was, he was honestly on the verge of suicide this night as I sat there and I pouted over the lack of relationship and all these things going wrong in my life, he killed himself. And the next day I got into work and I realized I, I looked at, I like, I hadn't talked to him. So I tried to reach out to him and then I looked on the news and I saw that he had killed himself. And 
I then that day I decided that I needed to make changes in my life. I did not want to be the next one because two months earlier, two, three months earlier, somebody else that I had worked with in the Marine Corps had committed suicide. These guys that I worked with and I knew, and I was like, I don't want to be the next one. I knew that I needed to slow down on drinking. I knew that I needed to, so I stopped for like three, four months. Uh, I knew I needed to get in the gym. I needed to get healthy. I needed to get mentally healthy. I, 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 I spent the time alone for the most part, but there were days that I would wake up at four o'clock in the morning to go to the gym, to go to work, to go home to school, and then go back to the gym and come home at 11 o'clock at night. And the only reason I did that is because if I didn't, the days that I didn't, I came home and the entire like five minutes as I approached my apartment, I could just feel it in my gut that I was going to break. I was going to break down and I was going to cry. And there were days where I'd walk into my apartment and I just fell to my knees because I hurt so bad and I couldn't figure out what I needed to do to change who I was and what I was doing. So I reached, I did the only thing that I could. I reached out to Bizzle. I reached out to other people. I reached out to people and I talked, I told this story and I made sure that I got to analyze the story. Every time I told it, I made sure that I told it. And that is the biggest thing that helped me. As soon as I was starting to accept that story, I decided to learn and learn ways to cope, educate myself on things that would keep me busy, religion, things that interested me to make myself not focus on that and not give myself an excuse or a lack of. So I took that time to better myself. So my suggestion to anybody out there who is struggling with this, pick a fucking book up, pick a book up because you can watch YouTube all day long. You can watch, read articles on Facebook and about how all these things are happening in the world, or you can pick up a book that has somebody spent months and months writing it. Not an article that somebody on Huffington Post put together in 15 minutes because they had to meet a deadline. Somebody who dedicated a good chunk of their life to learn about and put down into words, hoping that it might help somebody or inspire somebody. That's, well, I, that's my thing. And multiple things go along with that. Like things that, especially right now, like for people who are dealing with more of this from just the extreme situation that we're in is to limit your interaction with toxic content. Like if watching the mm-hmm. news all day gets you worked up and upset or fucking around on Facebook all day and seeing this stuff, take time away from that. Now, if, if what makes you happy is to watch TikToks all day, sure, go for it. But there's still, you're still going to run into that same stuff on there. So TikTok is you... almost the same thing as like alcohol. Right. TikTok is just it's all it does addictive. is it doesn't it doesn't get rid of the problem. It just makes the problem come back later. Exactly. Well, and that's where I'm saying, though, but like even if you don't read something that's super, you know, find something that interests you, a topic that interests you or a subject that interests you or go pick up a fucking fantasy novel and go dive into a world that's completely outside of yeah. yourself, like get yourself out of what's going on now. You know, can I do something real quick? Because I've done this in the past with Bizzle, but I don't know if I've done it with you, Ice Queen. Is sure. is this kind of exercise that I kind of discovered when you feel overwhelmed, right? Mm-hmm. It's think of think of your vision vision path in front of you, right? So mm-hmm. just bear with me on this. And if you're listening and you're driving, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening, just visualize this. Think about this, right? Put your arms out to your side okay. as far as they go, left to right. All right. Now look to your left hand. What do you lose sight of? Everything past about 100 degrees. You lose you lose sight of your other hand. Right. Now look to the, your right hand. You lose sight of everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Now look forward. Can you see either hand? Yeah. Barely though, yeah, right? It's like peripheral. Yeah. Everything in between there. those hands is in front of you is bullshit. That's everything in your life that you have to deal with. Hang on, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. Sorry, right? my arms so, were getting tired. My parents used so to now, punish me like now, this. Now, as you think of things that are involved in your life, take out Facebook. Move your hands a little bit closer together. Okay. Take out Instagram. Take out uh-huh. toxic people in your life. Take everything yep. out and then get it to where you can see, see both hands. And then everything in front of you is important to you. As soon as you get rid of all the bullshit in your life, life becomes focused. And when you focus on everything in front of you, you can determine what's important to you. If you yeah. want to add something back into that, that's fine because you've become so focused on this that you can add something in. 
but yeah. never lose, never let it happen again where you lose sight of what's important to you. And Everything in front of you should be important. And a big, big thing that you mentioned there was uh, toxic people. And like, that's mm-hmm. something you had mentioned too, Ice Queen. In general, toxic relationships, toxic people, and toxic friendships are, are things that are real, right? Yeah. And I'm not kidding you. Like, some of some of my issues that I realized now was I I tend to like to be – like, I am a genuine person and I like to be helpful and I was raised to help everyone and, you know. But at a certain point, and that was something I learned through my therapist, was if you keep putting yourself out there, right, and you, you always give, give, give – eventually you'll come to a point where you don't have anything to give and you don't have anything for yourself. Right. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying don't help everyone, but I used to feel bad for, to say no to anyone, right? Like to anyone, regardless of if I, there were times where someone that I didn't even like, you know, as like I would deal with them, they were a coworker or whatever, but I wasn't, but if they needed something, they weren't a friend of mine. Right. They were just like a, a coworker and I really didn't get along with them. But they'd ask for help on whatever. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll do it because I felt bad if I said no. Well, by doing that, I mean, one, that's time and effort and just energy, right? But not even – I'm not saying just an actual act, right? Like a physical act. But also getting involved in – if you have people that you know. All the emotional things that you're dealing with. And if you have drama mamas in your life that, hey, I got this going on and this and this and this. And you're always that ear for them, right? And I'm not saying like – like you got to hang them out to dry, but at a certain point, if it's not healthy for you, you just need to tell them like, Hey, you know, like I understand you should probably talk to someone about that. It's kind of like dragging me down though. Like keep constantly. Yeah. Well, the, with the that, thing you, know? you, it's a, it's a, a perfect example is like, if you think about yourself, like mm-hmm. you're a, a, a cup mm-hmm. and when you you're at your best, your cup is full. And if you're that kind of person, you go out and you help people and you give a little bit of your, and your cup starts let's, to let's empty. Let's be honest, it's whiskey. Okay, I mean, it's, me, it's full of me. whiskey. In my no, case, no. For you, for you, Bizzle, it's beer. <laughs> Maybe, but like, so you give a little bit of your your what's what makes you you out mm-hmm. to all these people, and like you start to give and you give and you give, and if you can't find a way to fill it, to recharge yourself and refill that, then what happens is you do become empty, and the, you have to be careful of those people. Because there's people who you could truly care about. I've had people in my life that I adored. But once you realize that either... And it, it might not even be that they're a bad person yeah. or that they're trying to do that. But if they're in a space mentally right now or whatever where they are always constantly pulling and never giving, then sometimes you have to say for you, just like you said... That you're going to take that time and take a step back and that they need to do that with someone else. Mm-hmm. So what you one of the things that I want, wanted to point in on there yeah. was that you said recharge. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to take or get from other people to recharge no. yourself either. That's such a good point. So it, it's not necessarily that people have, to, have give to give to and you. Take. Yeah. It's not a give and take. If you are self-sufficient, if you find ways yeah. to recharge, maybe just going out for a walk in the in the park, maybe maybe like me, right. like is nature I, like your thing. Nature, is... going out looking at mountains, sitting in front of a fire, like these things to recharge yourself allow you to give again because you you have that internal way to build that energy back up. If you go out, I think it, 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 if you go out expecting to do good, and expecting others to return that, it can turn out negative if also, you don't yeah. have that. You need yep. to find it within yourself. You can't look for validation from other people. And you can't you can't expect other people to support you and push well, you up and fill and you up. In tune with that, the gym, like for me, like like I said, I I would definitely recommend it if it's Heard something that. you know, where you have some physical things or physical things about yourself you're not happy with. Or just, you know, you're like, wow, you know, I get tired going up a flight of stairs. Like, fucking. Oh my God. The other day I helped a friend's dad move stuff into his apartment. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I'm a little out of shape. And then the next day I had to chase that same friend down the road. And he like got three blocks ahead of me. And so I am running after him to try and give him something. And by the time I caught him, I had run five blocks. You know, the last time I ran five fucking Feet? city blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I also almost died. Yeah. Literally was dying there. And I was like, man, I need to quit smoking. And I need to <laughs> but I need so to breathe. When, when we got when we talked in July. Also, you quit I need smoking. another inhaler. 
but like see, that, <laughs> see that's that's the thing i'm talking about though like in general i had that, quit smoking i started smoking it's okay <laughs> that that whole physical side of things right like getting your physical fitness helps with your mental it fitness, does. right definitely does and i would highly recommend it and it doesn't have to be anything crazy either like i've started doing yoga in the morning i did an hour-long yoga today which was extensive but it was um a yin yoga which yin is holding poses for long extended is there a yang tell me there's a yang i don't know i've never done a Uh, yang i usually do venisyasa i can't say that word we're gonna leave it venice venison sausage is that what venison you venison sausage are those the little sausages that come in the Vinish, cans vin- I, now i'm gonna have to look up the word because now i've just butchered it and i don't know how to say um, it i feel like you said venice shasha yeah that's kind of what i think i did say but um it's actually Shaka. a real thing i hate you both Shaka. anyway um but like during this yin one what the person who was doing, I did it on a YouTube channel that I follow, uh, Yoga with Cassandra, I think is what it is. And it's just like a channel she does. And I just really enjoy her um, style and the way she puts it Yeah, the way together. she does the classes. And like during the first shutdown, she did like a quick five, 10 minute one every day for 30 days, which is like a really good way to like start out if you haven't done it. Um, but she also did it with an intention on every pose. And the intentions for this one was like hope because she was even talking about she just did this one this week that like people are really down mm-hmm. and like how to do this. And some of them were things like you have a big heart and that's worthy. And so for the five minutes I sat in that pose, that's what I repeated in my head. And like, I truly believe that people are good at heart. <laughs> like there were yeah. things that like and they were all like there were a couple that I kind of giggled at. But after that class, I got done. And I felt so good this morning. And that's good. And like, and that's that's kind of the point that I was going to say with the gym. For me, it, if I was at a low point now, before I wouldn't do this, right? But now, if I'm at a low point or just energy-wise, positivity-wise, whatever, I'm at a point where like I'm just struggle-busting a bit, right? Mm-hmm. And someone hits me up with something. I'll say, hey, I'm about to go to the gym, right? I'll hit you up when I'm done, right? Like, can I hit you up when I'm done, right? Just so that way... I like, and if they're like very insistent, I'll be like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do this now, right? But I'll, I'll kind of. By the way, vinyasa, vinyasa. Okay, but not vinishyasa, which is what I said. Vinyasi, vinyasi. Okay, anyway, modest yahoo. Oh god, I hate modest yahoo. Vin Diesel. No, I Vin Diesel yoga. All right. So anyway. Okay. Anyway. What I was gonna say is, I would go to the gym, and that was my recharge. Now, like it, it really does. Like whether. And it doesn't have to be just gym, but I mean, I like going there and I'll, it'll literally, you know, helps build up me again. And I'm like, okay. And so like, just with yoga, like you, where you're like, I came out feeling good. That's how I'm with the gym now, you know, just get, get in my work, come out, feel good. And then I'll hit people up. I'll hit them back and I'll be like, Hey, you know, I'm here. Like what you need, because now I can deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm at a point where I recharge energy back. Yeah. I recharge my batteries and I'm good. Like. So. And that used to that used to be my thing, and I'm I've got to find it again because I'm dealing with some injuries that are more than just oh I've pulled a muscle. Yeah, um, you pulled your butthole. No, I shower squats. Pulled some spinal shit out, and I have a herniated disc. Maybe um, try yoga. The 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 vinyasa vindazil vinyasa also if any of my girlfriends who are yogis end up listening to this there's gonna be a yogi listening to this and they're gonna hate out of me so in that time in that time in 2017 like that's what i did like i i bought a stack of books and i alternated this stack of books on do what do i want to learn about I read more books in in that year than I had my entire life previously on my own. Like, of course, I had to read books for school, but I read more books in that one year that I concentrated on myself. He got and he got I that learned Doctor Seuss. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> hell yeah! No, like I would pick I would pick a book and I would be like, all right, what do I? And then like I'd finish it like within a week, and I would sit down and I'd look at that stack of books and I'd be like, what do I want to learn about next? 
So there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to take this. Like the first lockdown, it was like, ah, oh, cool, get to work from home, blah, blah, blah. Let me get fucking wasted. Here we are six right. months later. If you're still getting wasted, it's no longer uh, this is fun. It's a you might have developed an alcoholic problem. It's true. It's, it's this I time. De- I definitely had an alcoholic problem. This time. And by this had, time, I mean have. Learn. <laughs> learn something. Find find something. Take a class. Like think about this. I used to say, I used to say, if you don't invest in yourself now, you're always gonna be broke. And then that applies to physically, mentally, spiritually, however you want to look at it. If you don't invest in yourself, time, money, effort, you're gonna be broke. You need to be able to. You need to be able to work on yourself. Like. Pick up a book on on investing. You know what? Even if the if the market goes down, more people, more billionaires are made in a in a bear market than are made in a bull market. You can make money if you want to learn about are scary bears. <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna learn coding, there are plenty of classes out there. There are there are free YouTubes that you can learn so much on. Pick up yeah. a book. Spend spend a couple hours. If you're what is the what's the old saying? If you're out of work and you don't spend eight hours searching for work, you don't really deserve that job. Yeah. If you well, if you, and I mean, there's all kinds of resources. I mean, I'm sure a lot right now are even free. But yeah. if you if you have a little bit of money right now and you're just at home and bored, I know when I used to have uh when I was working in more of the professional world, I had LinkedIn Premium and some of those classes there's and so, certifications. There's so many more classes so now. So wait, you were a premium girl. That is not what I said. I mean, I mean, also, like also, only I just fans, lost my job, so that OnlyFans thing is looking real good again. OnlyFans now is is like that's a cool entrepreneurial spirit. But, well, but also, like, there's Etsy. Like, how many of us have some kind of a crafty thing that we do or could do that we don't do anymore? Like, what are things that you used to do when you were young that you really enjoyed doing? Like, did you love to paint? Did you this love is, this is a time to do puzzles? To do that shit be, right now. Yeah, this is a time not to be look at the negatives of what mm-hmm. if. Everybody, everybody has Bingo. some aspect of what if. What can I do? Well, instead of dreaming about the future, go out and fucking get it. Go out and agreed, fucking take agreed. it. Agreed. Also, I was just gonna say, like, for me, the what if thought process. Has always been something that like, yes, we all do it. Everybody fucking does that. We all have that thought of like, what if I hadn't done this? Or what if I hadn't done that? I've had those thoughts with friends of mine. Or I I mean, I remember there was a point where I had a, a thing happen with one of my uh, siblings where I was like, if I had never done this, they would never have done that. And their life wouldn't be what happened to them. But I also wouldn't be the person I am here sitting here fucking today Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have met either of you and who knows what the fuck else would be different in my life. So don't ever think about what if in my book and just think about what next. Right. You can think about what if, but stop when it gets negative. Mm -hmm. Stop when it gets back to reality. What if? Well, what if I and when you get back to reality, instead of going negative, just be like, what if I worked for it? What if I tried to go get this? Right. You What's can think next? about the what ifs. Stop what thinking about the what ifs that are next. negative. What are, you, what are you working up to if you're having an issue? If you are going on a downward spiral, go through your phone and talk to someone. Uh-huh. If they don't answer, find somebody else. If they don't answer, find somebody else. Somebody is going to talk to you. And do not discount those people just because they didn't answer. If you don't leave a message, they have no idea to know if it was important. Don't text them. Do right. not text them. Call them. Because if somebody the, calls me who doesn't call me, I also answer the fucking the, phone. The verbal message is going to be there. So wh- one of the other things that I learned in my downward spiral is I I had built myself like an inverted pyramid. I had this single point of failure in my life that I had ev- my entire life was built on this this person, this thought, this idea, this anything what it was. But when that image or whatever it was crumbled and broke, everything it was holding up fell with it. And I had to rebuild myself up. So what I Hopefully chose to more do this way this time. Yes. So what I chose to do <laughs> is build myself like a regular pyramid. I would take that relationship, that friendship, that conversation that led to something, and I would build that as a cornerstone, a base block, a foundation for what I was doing. Mm-hmm. The pyramids of Giza has lasted thousands of years because it was built by a Aliens. Built, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, but it was built that. strong. It was right. built with a we, strong. We base. still don't know how they did it so well because we can't build what's shit that well is, now. What's crazy is if you look at all the pyramids though, and how they're in a line 
Well, they're in a perfect line. Fucking aliens on mental. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. But they're they're in a fucking line though, which is crazy. Like Well, literally. no, but like the truth of the matter is we still don't know how to build that well. They are I mean, it is. Yeah, it also, is. It's like building a fucking mountain. Yeah. The point is that you are building something that has to go over time. This yeah. is you you have to build strength. If you build yourself like I b- had built myself up this inverted pyramid, I broke, I crumbled and I didn't know what to do. If I didn't have people there to reach out to and talk to, and I had I I had thought I had friends that I was going to hey. reach out to and talk to and they they basically were like I'm tired of hearing this shit. Speaking go ta- go mountain, find somebody else. Speaking of the mountain, have we have you guys seen how small his girlfriend is? Like that's that's got to be a a crazy little fit. Oh, saying. she's like she's like five foot two and like a hundred and ten. Yeah, pounds. and he's like six seven. Bjorn 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 The world's he's, he was he's uh the mountain from Game like of three times. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking. about. Oh, okay. Yeah, his girlfriend is tiny. his girlfriend. Seen, like comes. We've up all to seen his the stardom. meme. Okay, we've all seen the memes. But um, it still but boggles yeah, no. my mind. I think I think this is something that we can touch touch on in 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 future episodes and continue on it's like the whole point like i think i think all of us came to the table with this idea of what this would be and it has turned into something very different like this this podcast came because of quarantine it it it, it, there was no other reason it would have come out of it if it had not been for this, the original quarantine. Not as quickly, I, at least. Well, We've been I talking finally, about it, but we I might got, not yeah, have ever done I it. I finally got to the point where I was like, I called up Ice Queen. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? We're about to record some shit. I'm going to turn it into something. This and then I spent three or four days. Also came because we hit the right spots with the right rhythm. So That's what she said? Ayo. Um, anyways. I, like, that was a way lead up. As you sat there, like, staring at me like, okay, I said it. Now you say your half, but like, no, it's true. I mean, things and the, and the biggest things I think also that, that like I can like kind of say out to somebody right now is like, when this stuff happens, like you said, reach out to somebody. That's so important. Take a second and fucking breathe. Do some deep breathe. Oh, like deep deep breathing is, 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 it's, it's, physiologically resets ourselves when we take deep breaths there's like um and like taking the time to like do that and like do some deep breaths is super like because i've been doing a lot of meditating and a lot of stuff and that is a huge part of it is breath work also in yoga it's a big part of it is breath work but there's also like if you get like super like crazy there's a thing called fire breathing which is sounds crazy and it is a crazy thing that people do but like when you get really worked up it's like where you like breathe really fast and hard and you, you turn do this into stuff a dragon yeah oh. but like it's another like it essentially like it's also like when you when you get that tense like pull your shoulders up as hard as you can into your neck and like hold it there for as long as you can and then release and when you hold it for like 30 seconds and release it causes like another big like release. It's it, you don't realize how much you're holding sometimes when you get to that point. Yeah. Until you can do that stuff, like take some breaths. Mm-hmm. It's like the anxiety. What's the anxiety thing? Because I don't have anxiety. I never think of it. Uh, like five things you can see, four things you can see. I haven't do you know what I'm talking? No. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. But it's it's a thing for anxiety that they yeah, tell you, you to do. Up, but I will say, and it kind of coincides with what you were just talking about. It's okay just to be. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. we, like that's the thing. We've gotten really used to a fast food society. You know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. like instant gratification. Things come, and you want things to be here so fast that when there's a little hiccup, you're like, "Oh my god, it's never gonna happen. It's the end of the world." You know what I mean? And that's yeah. I feel like in general, our it it's a lot of pressure now just to make things happen as fast as possible. But it's okay just to be. Like, it's okay just to have a day where you're, you know what, I'm going to take care of myself, I'm going to relax, I'm going to do, you know, like, even if it's, I'm going to take an hour, I'm going to take 10 minutes, you know, like, I get people have families and kids and stuff, but it's okay just to be and relax and be yourself and, you know, just Right, go lock yourself in your room or in your bathroom and you sit in your bathtub and just, you know, cry occasionally with a bottle of wine. It's okay. That's acceptable. (laughs) If that's uh, what I found you need it. to do, yeah, but I'm just saying it's it's cool just <laughs> to we, chill, you know. Like, have we mentioned like self talk? 
Like the way that we talk to ourselves, like that's a big that's impact. A big, that is a big. So, hold on, hold on. We got to go back to uh, ice cream because one fine. one thing real quick, and then you tell okay. me. Uh, this uh, you might know this. You it was when you had to step away for a second. Uh, the five cope, the five step coping technique for anxiety. So you stop if you're no, having no. an anxiety attack. They say stop, look around, and say five things that you can see. Acknowledge four things that you can touch. Three things you hear two things you can smell and one thing you can taste and like doing that and like taking the time to like do that will help bring you out of an anxiety. What if you're like, well, I can take, I can lick my hand. (laughs) No, but like salty. No, I used to, I used to do like, I had friends that had anxiety attacks and I would, I would just get them into a pattern of breathing and counting. <clears throat> yeah, and it helped them as well. That's that's also been very well known. Okay, so what were you saying? So the what I was self-talk. saying, like self talk, like the, you both of you guys have heard this before, and there are plenty of people who have heard this. But we can talk to ourselves, and we can we can talk ourselves up and talk ourselves down, and a lot of us talk ourselves down without even realizing it. So what one thing that you can do is like say five good things about yourself in the morning. And then you're starting on a positive note. That way, if you don't recognize the five negative things you say next, where you started the day. And at the end of the day, do five more or ten more. And you have some left over the next morning. So you start on this positive rotation. So if you start positively talking to yourself every day, I guarantee you it will change the way that you look at life. And if you don't believe me, think of a think of the song right now, the song that you would listen to before you wanted to go to the bar. Think of the song that you would want to go listen to while you're going to work out. Think of a song that is going to make you feel something. Maybe it's going to remind you. I'm listening to corn right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's a song that's going to make remind you of somebody make you evoke an emotion of something well and also remember that on the opposite side so like if you're really sad don't listen to sad music My, my point my point to this isn't necessarily the music it's the fact that we can listen we can think of this two to four minute song unless you're listening to oar and it's 14 minutes but we can listen to this four minute song and it can change our mood for hours following it Mm -hmm. if you talk to yourself in a negative way how do you think that impacts you make sure that you're thinking these good positive thoughts because if you're if you're thinking these negative thoughts if a song can for four minutes can do it for four hours can can change your mindset for four hours think about what 12 to 14 hours of negative thoughts a day do to you Right. So if, you if all you do yourself, is walk around saying "I'm a shitbag" all to yourself all day, yeah. you're gonna think you're in, a shitbag. In all reality, even if no. You're in not. all reality, you're not going to think. Just think you're a shitbag. You're going to be a shitbag. True. Because you have convinced yourself otherwise. There's a great book called "Unfuck Yourself" by Gary John Bishop. It is a great book, and it's the basis of this book is basically if you're unhappy with something and you choose not to change it, you're actually happy with it. You're content because if you it. weren't happy with you're it, at least content with it. At least content, yeah. but you you would be changing it. You would make right. the effort to change it. You're if you passively happy allowing with it. that to yep. be your norm. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing that I I've thought about. Like, uh, I read a book on communication that talked about this negative spiral in relationships. Like, if I said something negative, she says something negative. I say something negative, she says something negative. It keeps going down with the spiral, and the distance in between these negative talks gets shorter and shorter. And, if well, you, and don't, you never forget those things, and then you bring it up again. Yes, and, you know, you, you're just building you, this. But you can you can reverse the process with positive talk and saying mm-hmm. uh, giving a compliment and doing these things. But if you in, if you internalize this talk, and rather than it be a negative spiral down, and it becomes this positive spiral of building up, like you know what, I wake up in the morning, I'm a good communicator. Mm-hmm. I can communicate things to people that they might not understand had somebody else communicated it to them. I am going to consciously do. Uh, or make the effort to to help my son get schoolwork done. I'm consciously going to do something better today that is going to make myself physically better. Talking this way and doing these things and keeping these checklists are going to help you out. I used to I used to have mirrors in my apartment and I'd write positive things on them and I'd put them in my kitchen and I put them in my bathroom where right, I would right see on them your the mirror, most. In, yeah, right on your mirror. In your Don't bathroom. do it with a Sharpie if you're running it. Don't do it with a Sharpie with your running. I didn't make that mistake. I bought mirrors. But use use dry erase markers. But seriously, <laughs> I mean, if, write these, you, write these you messages. Do, you can get Sharpie off a of mirror. Po- yes, yeah. positive affirmations. Positive affirmations can change your Rubbing life. Alcohol. 
uh, Brasso as well. Um, think positively. <laughs> Lots of that laying around. Think, think right. positively. Well, um, and it's to me that's also like it's it's almost like a placebo effect in a way. It's uh, it's that same thought process of uh, in in certain Wicca circles they call it belief magic, but it's like that same thought. Like if you believe in something enough. And you say it to yourself and you do like, that's kind of like, it's, you know, I'm, I don't boards. have cancer. I don't have cancer. I don't have cancer. You can make yourself get better. Vision boards, our, exactly, all these different things. All of it. It's, it's a lot of, a lot of mental health is where it begins mentally. It's mentally how we think. It's mentally how we talk. It's mentally how we interact. And it's and not external. It's a, very, very little is external. There's a little bit of that too that you had mentioned earlier that coincides with exactly what you're talking about, and it's the subliminal fact, right? So you have mm-hmm. two, you have two sides of your brain. One that goes on, it's the autonomous. You know, it just happens without you even thinking about things, and that's where you get subliminal thoughts from, right? Your brain just has things. Now you have uh, your, you know, your frontal cortex and stuff where you actually like your logical yeah yeah. exactly and that's where you process everything and you kind of go along with the subliminal thoughts but when you have negativity like you were talking about with the uh you know self-doubt self-talks and yeah when you have the self when you have those self-talks of uh doubt and stuff and the thoughts that where you're beating yourself down and breaking yourself down uh you know, that's when you're going to run into issues where it's it's just tough to, you know, be positive, I guess, in general. So a hundred percent. Yeah, totally agree. So I know we, we address some of the things that it's like living right now and this day and age is kind of crazy. And and I think the conversation flowed really well between all of us and the things that we're addressing. And I know there are plenty of people who are going to be listening to this that can relate to this. And I think this is something that we can draw back to and, and come mm-hmm. back and touch base with in the future. Well, um, I think that we should, I think that we should for sure, like do some mental health checks on everybody. Yeah. Take care of yourselves first off. And also here's, here's a big suggestion just in general. If everyone would do this, don't make assumptions, right? Cause you don't know what other people are going through. So don't, if someone's short with you or whatever, don't be like, wow, that guy's a fucking dick. Cause they might be having the worst week of their life right now. And they're mm-hmm. unintentionally being, you know, short with you. So just don't make assumptions. There's a book that'll teach you about that. It's called the four agreements. I think I lent that to you, Bizzle. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just want to kind of end it here. If, if any of you guys out there, um, would like us to readdress this even more, more frequently than we might just hit us up via our email. Um, you could reach out to us on, if you know us personally, you can go ahead and mm-hmm. do that. But I think with that being said, this time we might need to end it a little bit differently and say, you know what? Feel your feelings. Uh, but I'm still sorry about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, aren't we all? And if you do have anything going on and you know, you're, you don't have anyone to talk to by all means, Hit us up. Hit our email yeah. up. Hit hit our text. Whatever you know, get in Reach touch out. with us, and we'll we'll be here for you. For sure. And so, while we do like your feelings, also sorry about your feelings. 